let's talk about your story here with you mentioned Rachel and and Leah. Mm-hmm. That that jumped out at you. Yeah, I mean, I was as a especially when I was uh, younger and and you know when I was dating and, and and that type of thing. That story really jumps out at you, you know. Right. And uh, uh, I don't think on it quite as much anymore. But but I just thought, what a that's like what a concept having to work seven years for a wife mm. and then and then get tricked. I mean, and and then has to work another seven years and and he does it. Right, you, you know, yeah. and uh, but yeah, that that story is, and then Rachel, who she kind of turned out to be, and kind of who Leah turned out to be, and uh, you don't yeah. always understand all of that, you know. Obviously, um, you know why, you know, like Joseph, you were, t- I mean, uh, Jacob, you were saying that really he was kind of chosen by God when he wasn't such a good guy, uh, right? You know, a lot of people think that he really came to. Uh, salvation late in his life. I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, we can all interpret that how we want, but but why did God choose him? He was a pretty jerky guy. I mean, right. well, I think this goes back to what you were saying earlier. He's is he good guy, bad guy? God doesn't choose like any, all of us. It, I was gonna say, ultimately, <laughs> yes. God doesn't choose name, any good people. Name that's one right. good person He has chosen, right? Right. right. No, no, Jesus is exactly. it exactly? Yeah. yeah, Jesus. We remember when Jesus talked about. Um, when someone said, call him good teacher, why do you call, why do you call, me, call good? me good? Exactly. That's why I was thinking the same thing. Well, he was we, trying don't, to we don't even to understand goodness. He, right? Of course, Jesus was a master of the Socratic, what we call the Socratic method. The Jesus Using method. the questions. Right, really. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Jesus was learning. Yeah. So he was trying to draw out and get him to think about what he was saying. God alone is good, Jesus said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. Of course, yeah. he is God in the flesh. Right. If, if so, you can read between the lines, that's what he's saying. I, I know what good is. Only God is good. I know that because I'm good. I'm God. Right. But, yeah. The guy couldn't see that yet, though. Exactly. He didn't and, have the eyes to see that. And some of us are just better at hiding our faults. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Some people, are, they're more out in the open. Exactly. But, you know, the one person in the Bible, you know, we talk about all these patriarchs and all their faults, and they all, you know, David was, God said, a man after his own heart, yet look at all the oh, wrongs yeah. David did. And uh, so, but, you know, so I think that's hope for all of us. Um, but the one guy that really I've always thought didn't really have that negative thing against him was Joseph. And then Daniel, maybe as well. Yeah, Daniel too. Yeah. Maybe Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but they weren't as big a characters, right? Right. As Joseph as is Joseph. a patriarch. Joseph right. is a patriarch, and he really never had that failure in With, his life. But like you were saying just a minute ago, he he hit it better. But he he was pretty brash at what seventeen years old, telling his brothers about he his was. dream. There was yeah. arrogance. I don't right know if that's that sin, but so it's I, certainly it, it wasn't wise. That, you could read that wise. as brash. You could read it as arrogant, or he just naive. Right, he just right. like I'm probably just, naive. I love you yeah, guys. guys. This, this is this my dream. my my circle of trust. I can share with you guys, and he just didn't see like they hate his guts. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, we're getting ahead of ourselves in the story here. That's in Genesis. <laughs> oh yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's but next, that's next week's how section. How many years have you had to read this? <laughs> right, right. So, but the here's the years and years ago we we're doing some training for counseling, learning how to counsel folks and all that. And I'll, this was really good. We were talked about how everybody functions out of the flesh, which is which is bad and evil. But they use these terms. Some people have what we call what they call positively programmed flesh, and some people have negatively programmed flesh. What they meant Can by you have that both? was, <laughs> probably, yeah, for sure. But I mean, but I think I definitely most got both. T- tend toward one way or another. Positively negative programmed flesh refers to sins that are. Obvious, 
drunkenness, revelry, mm-hmm. anger, immorality, all these sins that to us are obvious. Oh, you know, we talk about people, oh, he's going straight to hell or, or whatever. You know, things like that where we think, oh, those are horrific, that's bad. Which is so untrue. Yeah. So, or positively Only not accepting flesh. Jesus sends you to hell. Right. <laughs> positively programmed flesh is your outstanding member of the community who has secret sins and whose sins are of the heart. Yeah. He doesn't do the bad things out there, but in his heart there's evil and wickedness and all this mm-hmm. that's, that's that, so we call it, they would they would use the term positively programmed flesh. You this guy may be harder to convert than this guy over here, because this guy knows he's messed up. This guy thinks he's got it all together. Right. But he's just as messed up as this person, according to the ethics of Jesus, where it's the heart issues were all lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, in this narrative here in Genesis 21 through 30, we see mostly it's pretty obvious these guys are they got issues. But the people who don't have appear to have issues. They got issues also. Oh, yeah. So we're, oh, we're, yeah. we're all lost in needing a Savior. But. Yeah, we all have a big problem of comparing ourselves to others, or yeah. at least comparing ourselves to the perception we have of others. Right. You see somebody else, and that's what I think a lot of social media and stuff might contribute to depression, because all you see is what they want you to see, and it's the best part of their life, and you're comparing the best part of someone's life to what your you know real your reality. Right. Like, man, my life must be terrible, and... There's this phrase that's popped up, and I just noticed it in the past year, so virtual, virtual signaling. Virtue signaling. Virtue, thank you. Virtue signaling, where people are posting things to look good in front of others on social media. Yeah. And I think that's really No true. substance to it. Who, just... who among us doesn't do that? Yeah. Really. We're wanting to look good. We project a, a thing of ourselves. And that, that was long before social media, though. Exactly. What you're saying is virtue signaling right now is just to social media, but we all do a version of that in our own life. Sure. Yeah, that's what you mean. And it's in some ways it's natural. No, nobody wants to lead out with, here's my junk. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We don't do that. <laughs> Let's keep that in. Yeah. Hey, my name is Rick. I'm a terrible person every single way. Um, I was just thinking about murdering someone yesterday. And <laughs> you're not going to do that. Right, right. <laughs> you repented. There you go. <laughs> if you're enjoying this podcast, please share with your friends. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used with permission. This podcast is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2021.